When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. That means it's time for the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm Simon Rose, joined today by Russ Mould, Investment Director of AJL. We're going to look at the world of investment from a UK perspective. What topic have you chosen for us today, Russ? Well, we're going to start from a US angle and then lean into the UK. And I think the the issue here is share buybacks, which have been hugely popular in the USA um, and and have been a a key part of total shareholder return for a long time. I think they reached record levels last year. It just caught my eye that there was a a piece came out from Standard & Poor's Global, which showed that US share buybacks were down by a fifth year on year in the second quarter. And if you think about it, a share buyback can be quite an incentive buying mechanism. Um, and, and therefore is perhaps a, a contributor, at least, to the mm-hmm. to the tremendous run we've had in U.S. equities this year. Um, I guess the, uh, the question, therefore, is is why have shy backs gone down in the U.S.? And I think, well, I think the the mathematics of a share buyback from a corporate's perspective are less compelling when interest rates are five and a half percent. You know, if you've got money in the bank that's generating nothing or you can borrow for nothing, buyback shares that is almost automatically earnings per share increasive or earnings per share enhancing so that the financial engineering element is, is quite compelling and if mm. you're a chief executive with stock options or a share price then you know that you might find that quite intriguing but when cash in the bank's earning you five five and a half not so much i think what's the interesting contrast is that you know, uk share buybacks are still ripping along quite happily uh, the announcements for this year are £47 billion. That's only that's been beaten once, and that was in 2022, last year, at £58 billion. Again, I guess what's intriguing is that when you do look at buybacks, previous peaks in UK share buybacks, 2007, 2018, same in the US, um, coincided pretty much with market tops. Now, again, whether that's coincidence or not, I, I don't know, but I think that the danger with buybacks is they're probably quite pro-cyclical, and if you think about it, when things are going really, really well and companies are really profitable and generating plenty of cash or even yeah. excess cash, that's when they might feel that they're most bullish and therefore buy back stock. Whereas actually, if you look, you know, but that, the argument then being there's a risk that you're buying high when obviously we all know from a shelter's perspective, you want to buy low. Well, share buybacks collapsed to virtually nothing in 2009 and 2020 when valuations and share prices were at their lowest. So I think the danger with buybacks is they're a bit pro-cyclical. So the question that UK investors have got, yes, it's lovely that we've got these buybacks, 3.9% dividend yield, 2.3% share buyback yield, total cash yield on the UK equity market, a very juicy 6.2%, giving inflation a run for its money, still beating gilt, still beating cash in the bank, giving an SNI, an SNI a run for its money, because that's a key, you know, I think yeah. there are NSNI products out there at 6, 6.2%. The question is, do you think that will be sustained or not? Dividends at the moment seem relatively set. I guess the question is with buybacks, will they stay given where cash is right now? I guess then if you look at who the biggest buyers back are in the UK equity market this year to see how solid they are, 
because let's face it, 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 it's probably easier to cancel a share buyback than it is cut a dividend because there's just less opprobrium attached to mm-hmm. it. Well, their Shell, BP, uh, CRH was one of them. That's just dropped out the index. Uh, HSBC, NatWest, Glencore, Diageo, Lloyd Standard Chart and Barclays. A lot of financials in there. If the economy did turn south, you would worry about that a little bit. A bit more solidity, I think, probably with the oils, the miners, again, a bit more up and down. So the fact you, you are looking at a lot of financials there might just give people pause for thought. Uh, I, I mean, there there are then wider pros and cons to buybacks. I mean, in the end, I think in the, the for the banks, I would say, given that their shares are trading at a discount to book value, they are mathematically very sensible things to do. So I think in that respect, again, it's, it's probably the quickest and cheapest way for the banks to create value in that respect. So I, I wouldn't be dismissive of those. It's just whether they feel they can continue to comfortably return that cash and keep their, their mm. common equity tier one ratios if the UK does slowly slide into recession. Let's just give you a pause for breath there. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose talking to Russ Mogul about the financial outlook for personal investors. Russ, you were saying yeah, the Americans much, I mean, much more popular share buybacks in the yeah, states. Don't do than, so much as much as dividends. Yeah. Do do more by way of buybacks. Yeah. Um, so for investors, there's a thought of is it is it partly cyclical? The fact that they're um, diminishing in the states is that bad news? Uh, or not, but for well, investors, it's, probably, yeah, it's, it's looking at the reflect- market. But also, if you are a shareholder in the company, it's, it's whether you actually, you know, think it's a, a great idea for many investors. Presumably, you know, having taken the dividend into account, certainly finding there's a share buyback is a bit of bit of extra bunts, isn't it? It is. I think the ch- the challenge for a retail investor is getting your hands on the buyback money. In fairness, because they tend to be done through institutions, mm. speed and ease. But the upside then for a retail investor is if you don't tender your shares, your equity stake in the company goes up. So you then take a bite, you then actually get a higher share of the dividends. So it, it's not by all means bad news. I guess if you're looking for arguments in favor of buybacks, that's one of them. It's mm. either cash in the hand or if you don't tender, your stake goes up. It could be a signal that the company thinks their shares are cheap. And if they do it right, then frankly, you know, they can be earnings accretive or value accretive. Uh, and it may actually stop the company doing from something egregiously silly with the cash flow it's generating like you might be worried of a big cap explode you might be worried of a big acquisition that you know which which could come with it with, with additional risk and, and it may ultimately be a signal that yeah something's cheap which i think in the uk is still a compelling argument even if you and i you know i could have argued that with you you know for the last five or six years and the index hasn't actually gone terribly far as a result i guess one of the negatives for buybacks well yeah as a retail investor you don't always get your hands on that particular mm. bit of the lolly they can be pro-cyclical. They do tend to you know, come when markets are high, not markets are low. They can be used cynically to massage earnings per share. And, uh, and I think there have been some examples in the US where that's been the case. Uh, and also what you don't want to see really under any circumstances, and I think this is why partly, again, maybe why US ones are dying out a bit, you don't want to see companies piling up debt to do it. It really needs to be out of cash flow and, quote, excess cash flow. Companies that have piled up debt to buy back stock in the US are legion, and one or two of them, General Electric, Intel have already blown up. 
because they've now got interest bills to pay mm-hmm. uh, and those interest bills are sucking away cash from what could have been investment in the core position of the business and intel for example has you know mm-hmm. really fallen behind in some way so i think you need to be careful and i think if a company does then run a buyback you know you, you've got to make sure it is from excess cash flow once all bills have been paid capital investment mm-hmm. fundamentally important things in the for the competitive position and also that like next does it they tend to set a a cap at which they buy no more because then it ceases to be earnings accretive. It ceases to be value creating. If you think about it, lots of companies do just do share buybacks, buybacks willy nilly, whether the shares are three pounds or six pounds. You certainly wouldn't do that whether you're an investor and you really don't want to see the company doing that. So if the company's got a master plan for this is where we think it's accretive and this is where we think it isn't, then all the better. Um, and obviously, things have changed a lot for investors. I mean, until relatively recently, since the financial crisis, and one of the attractions of equities that many companies were actually paying dividends, you could get a yield where you couldn't get any decent return for your cash anywhere else. Now, of course, the picture is slightly more complicated, as you say. It, it, I there, mean, there is an alternative. There, there used to be Tina. There is no alternative. Mm. Now it's there is an alternative, TIAA or, or whatever you want to call it. And 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 I think that could be cash. It could be fixed income you know you look at where particularly short dated guilt guilt yields are um uh, which are actually currently higher than long dated guilt yields um you know that is you know for, for two years you might think yeah if, if they do get inflation under control a yield of four and a bit percent is is well worth snaffling in the uk and i think maybe even nearly five percent in the us if they can get inflation under control um is is tempting so yeah i think firms will be looking at their dividends and will be looking at their buybacks as a as a way of compensating investors and the investors will be looking for that as a, as a compensation for the risks that they're taking But again, it's all the usual checks then of are they reliable? Can they be sustained? Mm. And certainly in the case of buybacks, are they, are they value creating? But it is part of the calculation. Yeah. The UK current maths is 3.9% forward dividend yield plus a 2.3% buyback yield. Now next year, nobody knows what buybacks are going to be. There's not much being declared in, in, in terms of that already, but forecast analyst dividends have got the yield going up to around 4.2% or 85 billion pounds. But again, you need to know and need to be very, very sure of yourself where those dividends are coming from. And if you're looking at the biggest payers in terms of dividends in in, in the FTSE 100, well, you're looking at you know an, a few names that I'm sure you could you could guess at pretty quickly. It's 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 um the, the the big ones pay about 50 odd percent of the index as well. By the way, so the total like Shell, HSBC, British American Tobacco, Glencore, Rio, mm. BP, Unilever, AstraZeneca, GSK. So they all look on the face of it relatively steady, but they have. You know, with a few exceptions, all actually had dividend cuts in the in the in the in the relatively recent past. So again, you need to do your homework, not just on the cash flow, but the PL and the balance sheet as well. Ross, as ever, food for thought. Thank you very much indeed. That's Ross Mould, uh, investment director of AJBL. Ross will be back with me in a fortnight's time. But that's it for the financial outlook for personal investors. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio.